This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the first purge. Witness the birth of an American tradition. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? If no one can hear me, do I actually exist? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And since you can't hear Hotlanta, he doesn't exist. That's true. Also, I was making a joke about the fact that we didn't have a podcast last week because my audio didn't record. Yeah, technology's rad. <laughs> and we tried listening to it without me, and apparently the the podcast is terrible without me, so we didn't release it. Yeah. That's what I heard, at least. I mean... It's not not wrong. <laughs> Mostly it was unintelligible because, you know, you have people reacting to things that, that, that you can't hear. So, but we apologize. It sucks, but it happens occasionally. I was hoping we could release it to like our patrons as like a lost episode, but it's not even worth doing that. So. Oh, well, uh, yeah. So what do we think about Street Trash, Chris? You liked it. Yeah, uh, Brett thought it was okay. I said it was okay as long as you like that kind of movie. Yeah, the long and the short of Street Trash is, uh, I like it but feel bad about it. <laughs> you feel bad about liking it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like trauma quality movie, maybe a little higher. So if you like trauma movies, you'll like it. That's our review of Street Trash. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, technology. Yeah, I mean, it saved you a solid 40-something, 50 minutes. Yeah, right. Uh, but but we watched uh, we watched The First Purge due to Christian LeBlanc. Yes. Noted, noted Purge fan. <laughs> noted Purge enthusiast. Well, yeah, enthusiast maybe is a better term, because I'm not sure he's actually a fan, but he has watched a lot of media related to it. <laughs> Purge consumer. Yeah. Noted Purge consumer Christian LeBlanc. Do you think he thinks it's a documentary about the U.S.? You know, <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. That's fair. <laughs> so, but yeah, he suggested we watch this, so we did. And in typical fashion, we didn't watch the first one first. We watched this first. This is literally my first Purge movie. Well, we did watch the first Purge first. That is true. We did watch the first Purge first, but we did not watch the fir- the the first Purge movie produced first. Yeah, we're watching them chronologically, yeah. storyline wise, as opposed to release date. There you go. Uh, that's good. We we have another one of those coming up next week too. So we'll get well, we'll get into that at the end of the podcast. So Chris. How does this movie start? It starts with uh, Skeletor. True. Not not the one you're thinking of. The other, this is a different one. And not the Mark Hamill one either from the new He-Man show. Yeah. Or from Masters of the Universe movie. Oh, yeah. Not Frank Langella? Uh, wasn't he like Hawkman? 
I'm pretty sure Frank Langella was also Skeletor in the Masters of the Universe movie. But I will look, Chris, while you talk. No, no, this is uh, Skeletor, who is a a black man with weird um, tattoos or scarification on his face. Yeah, and he is all about drugs and violent outbursts, apparently. Oh, uh, you wanted to say Murdered the Erdler, didn't you, Chris? I don't want to. You you almost did. I could hear it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I can only do it one day a year for twelve hours. <laughs> it was Frank Langella. I was correct. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else Frank Langella has done, but I know that he was Skeletor in that. And uh, turns out, Skeletor is uh, the guy who gives the purge the moniker of the purge. Yes. Because he, you know, if he gets, if he feels all like pent up and frustrated, he either does the drugs or else he wants to purge. Yeah. So that's cool. Another thing to put on the resume, you know, drug abuse, violence, marketing. Yeah. Creator of the purge. And uh, at least creator of the moniker, the purge. And this is set in. Current day? 2018-ish? They have a nice little montage at the beginning also explaining um, how the new the new founding fathers of America um, political party rose to power and used fear-mongering to do so because that would never, ever happen in American politics. Yeah, that's why this is a fictional story. Yeah, it's work of fiction. 100% fictional American story. Um, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, and so they've, using the research of a, of a sociologist or psychologist or psychiatrist or some kind of ologist, diatrist, um, they have decided, they had the, the borough of Staten Island vote to whether or not they wanted to participate in this experiment of 12 hours of complete lawlessness. Yeah. And you get five grand for hanging out, but you get bonus money for actively participating, which seems like, you know, does that count if, if you're defending yourself or like, yeah, do you have to be the aggressor or does just like, being attacked count. Yeah. It, it, and there's no like, and they don't say like, oh, well you get like 300 bucks for killing a dude or anything. It's just, there's extra money. Yeah. Well, I do like money. That's more than the original amount we agreed upon. <laughs> a bonus. You say, <laughs> I do like a good bonus structure. Is <laughs> it a short term incentive? program or a long-term incentive program well i guess in this case it'd be short term it's only 12 hours so it's a stip okay but yeah like so then there's a couple and they so apparently you sign up you go into this trailer they give you a like psych a psychiatric evaluation of some kind and then they hand you a box that's got some kind of like 
herb attached to it. Yeah, it's the official flower of uh, the purge. The purge. Like, is that a thing in the other movies? I don't recall there being an official flurge flower. (laughs) Oh, no. Chris has gone become a spoonerism now. Um, You become Zilch the the Tory Steller, apparently. Um, But, yeah, like, I was like, what? Why is that even fucking included in this movie? Like, is that some kind of callback? To the other movies uh, that I don't know, and or maybe it, the show. When nobody wears them, no, it's never referenced again. No, they're just like, here's your rad future contacts that record everything. Now the future contacts we didn't talk about yet, they are pretty rad. They are, but they're basically the ones that, like, you know, they transmit video and probably audio to the home servers, the the, the cloud, and. um they, uh, <laughs> did you ever install the cloud to butt extension on your Chrome, Chris? <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I had it on there until I was reading weather forecast and it kept, kept talking about buddy weather <laughs> and like how it was very buddy outside. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking? And then I realized I had the cloud to butt inst- extension installed. And then after I removed it, it became cloudy weather again. And that was much more interesting <laughs> and readable. Yeah. Technology is amazing. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. But they, basically it sends, it transmits audio and video so that they can monitor your participation in the purge. Yeah. And it's powered by fuck you. That's how yep. it's powered. Don't worry about that. It uses the electricity of your eyeballs. Oh, they were clearly on when he took them out of the thing. True. Well, they were charging in the container. They have like a 12-hour charge. Ah, oh, they got one of them invisible batteries. Yeah. They 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 charge wirelessly like um you know, like you you put your phone on the little the little thing and it charges. You don't have to plug it in. Oh, uh, like the what the Wireless charging. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. The the wireless charging, I believe, is what it's called. And uh, outside of the purgatorium, there are (laughs) a bunch of people protesting. Because, I don't know, I guess maybe not everybody's on board with just no rules. Turning Turning off the laws for 12 hours? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they point out rightfully that it sure seems like you're uh, taking advantage of poor people here and offering them money to stick around for it. Yeah, because, like, even one of the characters says, like, that the money is like a life changing amount of money for them. Yeah. You know, 5,000 bucks is a decent amount of money. And, uh, well, we skipped over when we meet up with uh, part of team protagonist. Oh, the, the lady or the man? Uh, well, it's lady, lady and brother. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they're at the beginning or at the beginning. They, uh, so they're in the house and like the, the fucking, um, sink is leaking and the roof is leaking. And, He's going to go off to school and he's putting like on a uniform. So it's like, is it a private school or like a religious school? I don't know. Yeah. It was like a suit and tie. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. They don't really say. And but then she tries to get a hold of the super who's like literally across the hallway from her to fix her leaky sink. And she's pounding on the door and no one's answering. And then in comes Dolores. Yeah. Who's like, oh yeah, and the elevator's out too, and I just had to walk up because they're on the 14th floor. So you had to walk, she had to walk up like 14 flights of stairs, which she looked better than I would have after having walked up 14 flights of stairs. I just would have moved. <laughs> Chris is like, I no longer live here. Yeah, I guess it's the apartment <laughs> stuff now. I'm starting over, boys. <laughs> and then they have a conversation which sounds like it was written by white people. Yeah, yeah. Even though, even though, and because almost every character in this movie is black. Yeah. And so, yeah, and you're just like, okay, yeah, I mean, that sounds like something like a white person would write that they think black people would say. But, yeah, they go about their day. Um, the lady, uh, lady protagonist, Naya, uh, goes to protest the purge at the, the purge registration site. Her yeah. brother somehow sneaks past, it sneaks in there and signs up. Well, is, oh, no, well he has the bad, he has the, 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 the terrible, no good, bad day at the corner. Yeah. Because he, uh, he's been skipping school and going to work the corners. Yeah. For Dimitri, who we also are introduced to as the uh, leader of local drug gang. Yeah. And he has uh, a past with sister. Yeah. Uh, it's implied they were dating, but it's never said as such. No, they, she calls him her ex-boyfriend later on in the movie. Oh. And, uh... And so, so Skeletor shows up. Yeah. He's like, oh, like fresh meat on the corner. I'm going to, you got to give me free drugs as your initiation. And he's like, pretty sure I'm not supposed to give you free drugs. And Skeletor's like, you know what? Fuck you. Cutting your, cutting your neck. Yeah. Because he's just one of those guys who walks around with a razor in his mouth. Well, you know, I mean, he's called Skeletor, so we're lucky he doesn't have like a Havoc staff or something. <laughs> or Beast Man following him around. <laughs> uh, well, you know, at least he wasn't running away from Fisto. <laughs> oh, I run towards Fisto. <laughs> you run backwards towards Fisto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have an arrangement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst, the worst part of He Man Revelations. Or Masters of the Universe Revelations, there's no Ram Man. Ram Man and Fisto is a movie I've been working on. Now, Fisto is shown in the movie. <laughs> Fisto. Or the show, but not Ram Man, which I is a gross oversight. That's true. But anyway, we should probably get back to uh, the first purge. So, uh, brother has lost all of his street cred now and is is full of ashamed because he he yeah. was just trying to provide for the family do his part yeah he's like well, I want to get out of these shitty apartments where everything leaks yeah and it's terrible yeah. 
Yeah, so he's gonna try. He's gonna get earn some money on the corner so that he can make a better life for him and his sister. Yeah, except for he's not cut out for the the life. Really, Chris? You're yeah. gonna use that pun? Maybe. <laughs> I know that was unintentional, but I had to call it out anyway. That's fair. Yep. And so he yeah, uh, so- he signs up for the purge. Which I guess if you don't sign up but you stayed anyway, you don't get it. I don't. The rules are very unclear about who gets paid for this shit. No, I think you have to sign up. Is it taxable? So if you don't sign up. I don't. Oh, hmm. No, because well, are you, you an independent income, contractor? Well, you earned you earned the income when there were no taxes. There was no laws, so I would think it would not be taxable. But you know who could fucking answer this for us? Christian. Is there a lot about U.S. tax laws during the purge? (laughs) (laughs) More than than I do, but I know he knows about Canadian tax laws. Well, the Canadian purge is just not apologizing to each other profusely. (laughs) (laughs) No, they do. They just, they run around just like torching each other's stores of maple syrup. (laughs) Stealing each other's (laughs) hockey sticks. (laughs) <laughs> they just beat the shit out of everybody named Shorzy. That's what they do. Because <laughs> uh, fuck you, Shorzy. That's fair. Shorzy's kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, but he tells his sister that he's going off to Brooklyn to to chill with some relatives during the purge. But she's going to stick around and hang out in a church? Yeah, because, you know, God's totally going to help you in this instance. Well, I mean, no one else is. Right? Well, yeah. And, uh... Oh, you also get a tracker installed in you when you decide to when you sign up for the purge. Yeah, yeah. And let's see. Oh, so but so Dimitri, the the drug dealer guy, he is going to be staying there to protect his shit. And yeah, because he doesn't want people stealing his money and or drugs. Yeah. And but one dude one really wants to go out and purge. His name is Capital A. You said a white guy wrote this. Yeah. Huh, weird. I mean, like, they didn't call the dude Andre or Dre or A or anything like that. Just capital A. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And so, but he's like, I want to go out and purge. And then Dimitri Six, his badass female assassin helper on 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 capital a yeah who, and she like has a knife to his throat and he's like look dude i she's loyal to me because i put food on her table and clothes on her back why can't i get the same loyalty from you yeah and uh mr a is like oh no see we just had a miscommunication i understand now yes <laughs> and um so uh, 
Purgedite is here. Yep. And like, and like we said, uh, protagonist's sister goes to a church where we meet up with La Guerta and her daughter. And also Dolores shows up after having stolen liquor out of the pre the uh pastor's office yeah i mean so fair, fair in, play in solidarity i am drinking liquor tonight currently i'm i'm so. drinking pbr because i'm contractually well, I had, obligated i had two of those earlier and uh while you were watching the movie i was like oh i better drink with chris even though i'm not watching the movie i appreciate it yeah Solidarity, because Hotland is not there to drink with you tonight. He's too busy, I don't know, having a birthday. Uh, I have a birthday. Uh, I have a life outside a podcast. Uh. <laughs> right, I hear, though, right now his life outside a podcast is working, and that is all he does. So I, I don't begrudge him having a birthday. I will. <laughs> But we miss you, Hotlanta. Yeah. I mean, I miss you, Hotlanta. I get to sit on the other side of the couch. Yeah. It's, I think that's, yeah, I know that's funny because I just listeners, as I view the couch, Chris is always sitting on the right side and Hotlanta sits on the left side, except for when Hotlanta's not there and then Chris sits on the left side. It's closer to the beer. I don't understand why you just don't make Hotland just sit on the right side all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure. him do it next time. <laughs> he's gonna be so he's gonna be so confused. He'll be like, I already know how to podcast from this side of the couch. He, he probably will. He'll be all yeah, articulate my... and well spoken. It'll be crazy. Yes. He'll learn how to read books. Well, Meanwhile, Chris will just be shouting random nonsense at him. Uh, so anyway, Church, La Guerta, yeah. Dolores, Liquor. Um, that, uh, and so the Purge HQ. Oh, yes. We they're, have the the president's chief of staff. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're monitoring all of the people's contacts, I guess. Collecting yeah. data. Collecting the datas. Yep. No lures, only datas. Datas. It's a yeah, datas is a double plural. That's how I roll. And uh yeah, you have to double plural some things. Um Yeah, there but also there is these the lady who theorized the purge, played by Marissa Tomei. Yeah. And she's just doing it for the science. Yeah, she is solely there to see what happens when you turn off the laws for 12 hours and pay people to go out and be rowdy. Yeah, she. I like to think that she was just watching it, just going, fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. And Yes. Oh, I did not expect that. <laughs> um, and so it turns out that there are purge parties, where basically just big block parties. Which, you know, honestly, if you just said, we're going to have a fucking countrywide or citywide or borough-wide, because Staten Island is a number of towns combined, um, like, party for 12 hours, 
that would probably be just as cathartic as a purge. Yeah, everybody, you know, you can just do whatever. You drop some fucking E or do some animal tranquilizers or adrenochrone or whatever you're into. Or just drink a lot or just dance a lot or sit on your front lawn and yell at people to get off of it. Who the fuck cares? You know, like, yeah, that seems like a much better use of the 12 hours than the purge. I would show up and white after Labor Day to it. That's the kind of purge I'm involved in. When does the purge happen? Night. Yeah. Like I noticed that. (laughs) I was like, I wonder if they specifically don't mention a month and day to keep people from like trying to recreate their own, like do their own little purge or something. Because people are dumb enough to be like, oh, hey, the purge day is September 12th. Let's all go out and do crimes. Yay. Do crimes be purge. Um, you know, like, I wondered if that was the case. Like, if they, if they ever mentioned the date that the purge happens on in any of the movies, because I've not seen the other movies. Not that I'm aware of. Or the show. Um, yeah, but we we go back to right before the purge starts, we go to Skeletor. Yeah. Who straps a bunch of hypodermic needles to the back of his hand because he thinks he's Wolverine? That seems like a terrible idea, just in general. And spoilers, he never uses it. No, it's just kind of there. And it, Yeah. And he, he doesn't, like, put the wrap behind him. It's just over him. So even if he was to use it offensively, it probably just would shove them out of his thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not well constructed. That's what we're saying. And, uh, where, yeah. And so he goes out and he finds some dude trying to break into an, an ATM and, stabs him to death and he's the, that's the first kill of the purge yep he's the official first purger he did it I'm sure his mm-hmm. parents are proud if he didn't already kill them very well might have yep um uh brother he's gearing up to go hunt Skeletor down we could call him Doom Cyborg cause he plays Cyborg in Doom Patrol okay Seems reasonable. Not cyborg in the in the DC cinematic universe, but fair enough. Yeah, so, yeah. So Doom Cyborg is out there looking for Skeletor because he is gonna he's gonna prove to himself and to everyone else that he ain't afraid of no Skeletor. Yeah. So he uh he meets up with a couple of his buddies and they head to a purge party. In the hopes that maybe Skeletor is there? Because it seems like the kind of guy you would invite to a party. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want Skeletor at their party? Yeah, he's got razor blades in his mouth and hypodermic strapped to his hand. Yeah, he's and a, various various other stabby implements around on his person. Definitely a problem with drugs. Yes. Probably mental illness to some degree. Well, that often goes hand in hand, yes. So uh, he's looking for Skeletor, who coincidentally happens to show up. Right. How serendipitous. 
Ooh. Well, again, I always go with the movie where he doesn't show up is way more boring, so at least show us the more exciting movie. Eh. I can see that. I mean, I've been playing Marvel Puzzle Quest, Chris, and I have been hitting this... I've been using the, these tokens that have a 1 in 17 chance of giving me a 5-star reward, and out of the last 110 tokens, I've gotten one 5-star reward. Wow, that's that's some questionable math. I mean, it's happened. It was 100% likely to happen, apparently, but the odds of, of it happening are very slow, very low. <laughs> the probability of it happening is very low. So... He shows up and it's a more exciting movie because of it. And he it, he makes it exciting by stabbing people. Yep. Repeatedly. Yes. Like not just like repeatedly, but like step, 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 step. Yeah. It's like if you just like held down the A button, if A button was stab. And uh while this is going on. Back at uh, Dimitri's headquarters, he's got a couple of ladies coming up to keep him company, if you know what I'm saying. Well, actually, he wasn't too excited about that, really, because he was kind of, like, worried about his shit. And then, but his, his, uh, his second in command, his, um, oh, Jesus Christ, why did that name still drop out of my head? Uh, who did Idris Elba play in The Wire? Oh, no. Right? <laughs> I just did the same thing. <laughs> I thought of the name earlier. It's like, oh, I got to use this name. And then I completely forgot it. But anyway, his second in command's like, hey, dude, I'm going to send some girls up to you. So, you know, just in case you decide to relax, you can relax. Wink. Audible wink. Yep. And so, like, they show up and he's like, hey, ladies, you know where the bar is. I'm going to go, like, into this other room and stare out the window at the the purge going on. Yeah. Oh, and at some point, the sister found out that her brother was working for Dimitri, and she yelled at Dimitri. Yeah. But it, but it really wasn't that important. No. Just that you knew. That way you found out that they had history together. Yeah, but we told you. We saved that part. Yes. Yep. We skipped ahead. And uh, so party time back to it. Yes. I'm good at talking today. Yeah. Uh, Doom Cyborg also shows up at the party. Yeah. Stringer and, uh, Bell. There we go. And uh, Doom Cyborg gets the drop on Skeletor is a thing I said out loud. <laughs> but he can't follow through with it. He's got a gun to his head, but he just can't pull the trigger because, you know. Because he's a, an actual decent person. Yeah, and isn't just going to shoot a guy in the head in the middle of the street. Yeah. Even though he would... Because, you know... He did just murder, like, two or three people in front of him. So. I, well, no, he, he murderly murdered them, Chris. Oh, well, when you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, because it's also almost like laws don't make us decent people. What? Oh, that's weird. So he uh he takes off Doom Cyborg. 
Yeah, because he's like, oh, shit. And then Skeletor's like, I'm chasing you. I'm stalking you, little doom cyborg. Yep. So he runs into a abandoned warehouse? Presumably abandoned. Yeah. We did did skip over the ladies with the explosive dolls. Oh, yeah. They had explosive dolls because people were mean to them. We're not really sure what they were doing. Are we like, we just see them like walking, like dancing through the street with a cartload of dolls. And then later on, they're up in their fire escape watching uh, Doom Cyborg walk through their dolls and then like trigger the explosions and he runs off. Yeah. And I was interested in where these two older ladies got the fucking knowledge to make remote detonating explosive dolls. (laughs) because <laughs> they did not look like they were from like Afghanistan or anything maybe they've been radicalized by ISIS we don't know uh, maybe they worked for the CIA in their younger days I mean it's possible or some sort of honeypot scenario is what I'm envisioning yeah where they attract children with dolls and blow them up no no they got their training working the honeypot they just leveraged what they learned into making exploding uh. dolls and oh, okay. a totally normal thing that you would do. Because <laughs> only laws keep me from doing that, Chris. Yeah. I've got a pile of explosive dolls just waiting for the purge. <laughs> so I can explode them all and laugh on my fire escape. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so he goes, hides in a, a quote-unquote abandoned warehouse, which has people in it. Yeah. And, th- and it's cool because you can see glowing eyes because the contacts glow. And so, like, you can see people from a distance, which looks kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. I want that in more movies. Well, I also like that when they're chasing him and he's hiding... He realizes that they can tell where he is because of it, so he takes them out. No, well, first he closes his eyes. Yeah. And this is like when he calls his sister. He's like, uh, by the way, sis, I'm not actually in Brooklyn. I decided to do the purge, but now someone's trying to kill me. Can you come help me? And she's like, where are you at? He's like, let me text you the address. Yeah. And then he uh, removes the contacts. Yep. So they can't see him. And uh, sister is on the way. But back at Dimitri's place. Oh, yes. He's uh, he's hanging out with his lady friends. And they convince him that he needs to relax. Yeah. And by relax, they mean get stabbed. Yes, because they're like. All up on him, like getting his shirt off, starting to undo his pants, and then they pull out the knives and try to stab him to death. Yeah. And he fights back and manages to subdue them and finds out and then threatens to kill them or if they don't tell them the name of who told them to kill him. And apparently it was capital A. Yeah. So he's like, well... Two can play at that game. 
Well, I guess not because he didn't do anything with the ladies, but. Yeah. Oh, maybe three can play at that game? Several people can play. It's good for two to eight players, ages <laughs> 14 and up. Yeah, ages 18 and up. It depends on the state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At 14 in Ohio, apparently, listeners. I don't know. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they set up a surprise for Capital A using the ladies, like... And he's like, oh, hey, you guys, you ladies did him in. They're like, oh, yeah, sure we did. And he's like, yeah, you're awesome. And then they're like, oh, and then Demetrius like, oh, and by the way, I'm here and you're dead. Yep. So that stops the little uh, coup attempt that he had, mm-hmm. you know, on account of they're all dead now. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, back at Abandoned Warehouse... Sister shows up after narrowly avoiding uh, the sewer grate rapist. Oh, yeah. The pussy grabbers. Yeah. Which, As she refers to them. I wonder if that's a reference to something. Uh, I'm that one I know P that's a reference, Chris. I, I, if it sounds familiar, <laughs> but I can't place they, it. They did attempt to grab her by the pussy. Yeah. Although, like, the dude had, like, some weird, like, motorized doll head on his head, like, attached to the front of his, like, the for his forehead, and that was fucking creepy. Yeah, it made baby noises. Yeah, it was like an animatronic doll face. I'm like, man, these guys have been working for fucking weeks for this. Yeah. You don't just I, buy that. They spent their $5,000 on making their weird-ass fucking creepy ass costumes for the purge let's see so it's five grand for the purge plus unspecified amount for every violent crime i commit so i can i could probably drop a grand on a weird animatronic baby screaming mask (laughs) it'd still come out ahead pretty good yeah that seems reasonable yeah why not and yeah so but she gets to the abandoned warehouse but skeletor grabs her yeah and a uh, Doom and, Cyborg stabs him in the back as uh, he's got sister with something. I don't know what the hell it was. He uh, cuts her, cuts at her throat with something. Well, that's what uh, Skeletor does, but I don't know what the yeah. hell Doom Cyborg had. But he stabs him in the back with something. Probably like a shard of glass or something. That seems reasonable. I mean, it was a abandoned warehouse. That's all I could think of him having. And they uh they decide they're gonna get the hell out of there and head back to the church because the church is safe. Yes, because because God looks over His children. Yeah, keeps them safe. But they get the, on the way there though they they notice a number of like white like people like white dudes driving motorcycles and trikes and ATVs and shit with like uh. They're white flags with black iron crosses on them, which I'm assuming is some kind of like a white supremacist symbol. Yeah, that's definitely uh, the vibe. Yeah, oddly enough, I don't know my white supremacist symbols, not being a white supremacist at all. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, just making sure that's clear. <laughs> and uh, and they evade them, but then they get to the church and. Well, first, is this, 
we're back at headquarters per headquarters. And uh, Doctor Lady's like, huh, people aren't purging near as hard as I anticipated. Fascinating. And uh, Chief of Staff is like, oh, no, 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 this is never going to work. We got to we gotta really pump up them purge numbers, guys. Yeah, like, I'm sure the purge numbers are going to tick up significantly soon. I need to make a phone call. Unrelated phone call. Yep. <laughs> Because apparently the entire political system they're working under needs this to happen because movie. Well, so their explanation, we don't quite get the explanation yet, but the explanation is, is that they don't have enough money via taxes to pay welfare and they don't have enough they can't borrow enough to do so as well because that's what the, that's what the new founding fathers of America inherited with their administration. So they're trying to get the poor to kill each other off. So they don't have to pay them welfare anymore. Well, it's a, it's a good thing. That's not a problematic viewpoint, right? Because they can't raise taxes because the voters don't like that. Yeah. Well, you know what the voters like? Dead poor Purging. people. Dead poor people, of course. Yeah. I'd rather have taxes personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm against the purge. I don't think it's dead poor people. The purge doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm also against dead poor people. Yeah. Poor, poor people killing each other. So just so that I don't have to pay taxes, that doesn't seem right. No. Just you, on a moral basis. You'd never make it in Purge America. I guess, because morals and ethics, who needs those? So uh, he goes off to make a phone call, which I'm sure will have no impact on the remainder of the film. Not at all. And, uh... Sister and Doom Cyborg make it to the church, but they see the the guys there already, the ATV flag guys. Yep. And they're, uh, you know, shooting up the place. Well, they're just coming out after having finished shooting up the place. Some yeah. dude comes running out of the church, and they just shoot him because apparently, fuck that guy. Yeah. And he was just like two weeks from retirement. Probably. So they all take off sister and doom cyborg head in or head up and meet up with uh, what's her head and the other one? The her oh, kid. LaGuerta and Dolores no, no, her, her kid and, and her kid, because apparently they just hid under the dead bodies of their friends to keep from being shot. Like, a person would have to do, even though that would be highly distasteful to have to do. Yeah. So they decide they're going to head back to uh, Cyborg, Doob Cyborg, and Sister's apartment to wait out the rest of this purge. And uh, yeah. then we cut back over to Mr. Dimitri. Yes. And they're, uh, you know, heading back from taking out capital A. 
When they get hit by a flaming ice cream truck? Well, yeah, they got them with the old uh, fornicating on a car trick. Yeah, like, that's the kind of stuff I would, like, you know what, if there was a purge, you know what would happen is people would just be walking around fucking naked. Because yeah. they could. Yeah, just hang a dog or whatever. You know, like, they were like, just, hey, we're going to have sex on our front lawn because fuck you all, there's no laws. You know, like, that's what you would be, ha- that would be, that's most of the quote unquote crime you would see was just people like, here's my kink, fuck you. There would be so much public urination. Oh, God, yes. Just all, all, I'd go piss in the middle of the goddamn street. And you're like a fucking like drunk 10 year olds running around too. Cause they're like, fuck you. No laws. <laughs> I drank a whole bottle of Boone's farm. <laughs> that makes my teeth go numb. Ah, uh, nothing like the sugar water and almost no alcohol. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. So you see people like fucking on the hood of a car because, that would actually be happening during a purge. And they're like, hey, well, dude, check that out. Then also like a flaming like truck on fire comes down the road and hits them. Yeah. Because how do you aim a flaming truck? Uh, carefully. Like I wear an asbestos suit and just drive it like. <laughs> it's all Tony had been waiting years for them to call him up for that. That's the only thing he was good at. And he's like, one day, one day they're going to call me up to the big leagues and me and my asbestos suit. We're finally going to have our time to shine. It's Tony's time on Purge Night, boys. <laughs> good old Tony. So Tony hits uh, Dimitri's truck with his truck. Yep. Flips it over. Yep. Somehow. And, they have like a, and then there's a firefight. <laughs> yep. A bunch of dudes take out the the second car in Dimitri's convoy. Mm-hmm. And uh Dimitri pulls himself out, and this is where we learn that Dimitri is a uh, a uh, fucking John McClane level badass. Yeah, he like fucking like shoots and hand to hand combats like four or five dudes. Yeah. And we learned that these aren't just dudes. They're like highly trained mercenaries. Yeah. Because they all have the same tattoo. Yeah. Cause that's what, mer- I guess mercenaries like just get the same tattoo. Um, sure. Sounds good. I don't know. I don't know. Like that was kind of like, that's what they implied. And I was like, Hmm. Pretty sure, like, when you join BlackRock, you don't, like, get, like, a BlackRock tattoo. No, yeah, that's the first thing they do. They they get the BlackRock tattoo on their chest, the giant one, three-inch letters. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> part of BlackRock, it says, just to make sure everybody yeah. knows. Or Blackwater, is that the... I don't fucking know the name. I don't know my fucking mercenary companies. Or, I'm sorry, security contractors. Uh, private military contractors, Troy. Let's. Oh, there we go. Yes. Definitely not the kind of people you want to piss off. No. Yeah, if you're listening, my address is definitely not where I live. Yeah. I like PMCs if you're listening. I think they're good. <laughs> uh, I'll go more for POC than PMC. 
So, uh, Dimitri wins. He calls the, for uh, some help. Yeah, because they've determined that apparently the government is sending mercenaries into the into Staten Island to fucking rile shit up during the purge to make things rowdy and uh, also to just kill people because yeah. they can. <clears throat> and uh, back at purge headquarters, Dr. Lady, Dr. I think you mean uh, Dr. Aunt May, Dr. May. Dr. May has come to the same conclusion that these guys are outside agitators to drum up the courage numbers. Just literally driving around in clan robes and hats. Yeah. And we haven't even got to the the most ridiculous outfit yet. But we'll get there. Uh yeah. And uh she gets caught by the chief of staff and he's like, uh that well I guess you figured it all out. Probably shouldn't have done that in the middle of the part of the day where you could do whatever, lady. Yep, so we're going to take you into Staten Island and shoot you where it's legal. Yep, and they do. Yep. Uh, So Dr. May is no more. And Dimitri has now got everybody together, and uh, they're basically decided that they're going to be like uh, the the good mercenaries, I guess. Well, yeah, they're going to go take out all the... They're going to take out the bad guys. Yeah, they're going to protect the city. To the comms to find out where they're, they're congregating and then going and attacking them. Yeah. Reasonable plan. Yes. They've captured their Enigma machine. And uh, they hand-wave all the guns by saying that the... The government flooded the area with super cheap, easy to acquire military grade hardware. Ahead of time, yeah, so that these are for the people to purge. Yeah. But uh, they, they don't have money for uh, social programs or to help the less fortunate, but they do have enough money to dump a quarter of a billion dollars worth of guns into the goddamn streets. Well, it's not the uh, it's not the social it's not the the welfare industrial complex, Chris. Fair enough. So they uh they uh save a couple of their buddies. They're like some OG dudes. Yeah, like the three they call themselves the Three Stooges. Larry Curly and or Larry Moe and Jerry Curly Curl. Yeah, I think. Because white dude wrote this, yeah, and uh, yeah, but they, yeah, I, I don't know where they found them at. If it was supposed to be like a fucking like rec center or they, they had barber a, shop or what? They had a laundry facility. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I don't know at 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 unnamed place. Yeah, so they swoop in and save them, and uh, they get word on the comms. That uh, they're sending people to the apartment complex where Sister and Doom Cyborg are. are. Yes. Uh, so they head there to save the apartment complex because it's like the biggest apartment complex in the city or whatever. Yeah, it's like that apartment complex in uh, 
Candyman. Cabrini Green. Yes. I knew that one. Yeah, I can't believe I couldn't bring that one to head. It has rerun in it, apparently, though. Nice. I still can't believe that fucking Candyman movie. There was this dude just dressed like rerun. <laughs> still blows my mind that they got that they put that in there. <laughs> you gotta have fun. I guess, but I mean, I was just like, man, dude's dressed like rerun. Uh, but yeah, and so he does. He call her at this point. Uh, no, they they show up and they get there right when the other guys show up and they're loading up and getting ready to head up and that's when the machine gun drones attack. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, Stringer Bell throws uh, Dimitri underneath the one of the trucks and kind of like shields him with his body. So Stringer Bell and everyone else in Dimitri's group to a man and woman in one case uh, gets shot up and killed. Well, now Stringer Bell is just wounded. Oh, is he? I thought he was dead. Because he's leaning up on the tire and tells him to go save her. Oh, okay. And that's when he calls sister, and he's like, hey, look, I'm down here. They're coming up. Hide in the room, like barricades the doors. Yeah, they're going to go from floor to floor, like go from bottom to top floor to floor killing everybody so you're on the 14th floor you got a little bit of time barricade yourself in yeah i'm gonna come up and i'm gonna save the day yeah and dolores showed up at some point yeah uh she she shit her pants yes i, I the movie said that it's not me yeah I, it's, no no yeah it's, that's why i said yes yeah <laughs> i didn't yes and it i just yesed it they need a little levity i guess and uh, so they like the uh, they stick like dressers and a mattress and all that in front of the door. They they decide to break in themselves in the back room and put Laguerta and her daughter in the closet in order to keep them safe. And they um they have a doom cyborg like hide. Uh, sister lays on the ground with a pistol and cause she's like, I'll shoot him in the legs. They don't have armor. And then doom cyborg, you take the knife and stab them anywhere above the chest where they have armor or below and or below the chest where they, you know, just don't damn the chest cause they have body armor and we'll wait for them until they show up. Now who, who is going door to door killing everybody, Chris? <laughs> well, it's a guy in his finest fucking Nazi latex fucking fetish gear. I referred to him as Hitler's gimp. Yeah, it's fucking just it's so out of nowhere. Everybody else is like either full on like paramilitary or like wearing a clan robe. And this dude yeah. is in like a latex fucking trench coat with some weird latex armband and some kind of gimp mask. Yeah. <laughs> in a suit, like a, a white shirt and a tie. It's fucking bizarre. It's it's kind of amazing. I want to say it's awesome in a certain way, but not like a good way. It's a bad awesome. 
Yeah, it's... If this was a different movie, I'd say that was intentionally trying to make a statement. I mean, I think it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was, but I I think it was accidental it was that striking. Yeah, because this movie just it kind of lacks the the willpower to really give a strong social commentary sometimes. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're just going floor by floor, shooting up the place. Yep. Uh, some people are putting up a resistance and shooting back. Some people are just getting shot in their living rooms. Dimitri's yep. making his way up, and he's uh, yeah, taking out as many doing, as he can. Yeah, he's doing like a reverse diehard. Yeah. And uh, and then finally, uh, the the stormtroopers, shall we call them? Yeah. Uh, make their way into uh, the sisters and Doom Cyborg's apartment, and they they bust into the door. They bust through the barricade on the door, and then she shoots a few of the dudes in the legs, and then Doom Cyborg jumps out and stabs them in the neck. A lot. A lot. Well, you gotta make sure they're dead. And Dolores does too. I mean, to her credit, yep. even though she had yep. shit in her pants. Yep. <laughs> and no one commented on the smell, which I thought was weird, because you'd think if she shit her pants, it would smell. This is a purge. You can shit your pants. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you have the urge to purge. I mean, when you're me, it's purge every third day if you're not careful. <laughs> I mean, I try to purge at least once a day. I mean, shit in my pants. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant shit in the toilet. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> Your pants are the toilet you bring with you. Yeah. The real toilet were the pants you wore along the way. <laughs> and, uh, and so they pull back. And uh, Dimitri gets in there with them. Yeah, he like fights his way past the 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 bad guys. And uh, their plan they use is, a mirror. Is they use the, a mirror to look down the hallway and shit because they're smart. Yeah, and the plan is to explode them. Yes, because she has because he has a. Uh, a bag of weapons and inside of that bag, there is a block of some kind of plastic explosive. Yeah. With a detonator. And as we all know, if you shoot plastic explosives, they will explode because they totally are not detonated only by a detonator. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. They're totally highly unstable which is why you carry them around with you in a bag yes. and sling the bag around everywhere and yes but if you shoot them with a gun they just totally explode oh yeah like a car they're like cars yeah <laughs> yes c4 is the car of explosives yeah it really is so uh they're trying to get the explosives out but they're pinned down they're going to get rpg'd and that's not role-playing gamed. Nope. And yes, thank you, rocket-propelled grenades, for making searching for role-playing games just that much harder. It's cool. Now you're on a list, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, rocket-propelled grenades. 
And uh, who should show up with the clutch-ass save inadvertently? I don't remember. It's Chekhov Skeletor. Oh, that's right. Because he's like, I know where I, I know where Doom Cyborg lives. Somehow, I'm gonna go kill him. Yeah, and he just starts stabbing the shit out of people. I mean, they they shoot the hell out of him. Fairness. Oh yeah, he dies. Yeah, he's dead as shit. And I was like, good on you, movie, because there was a point where I was like, hey, what happened to fucking Skeletor? I'd completely forgotten about him because I was not a fan of Skeletor as a character because we didn't talk about it, but his like his character was way the fuck over the top. Yeah, yeah. Like it could have won any arm wrestling competition. That's true. So uh they get him with the old plastic explosive shoot it with a gun gambit. Yep. And just in time, because the purge is over. Yeah, and the siren goes off, and then everyone's like, oh, I guess we're all law-abiding citizens now. Yep, we're just going to stop now, because the siren went off. And uh, Dimitri is hailed as the hero, even though he technically saved, like, Four people out of the entire apartment complex. Not saying he didn't do what he could. Just saying, you know, they they shot their way up 14 stories. Like, that's a lot of dead people, man. Yep. He didn't save any of them. And, uh, I don't know. That's the purge works. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna franchise that bitch and go nationwide now. Yes. Because that's what the data says. Yeah. Or data say. Because data's a plural. That's what the data say. That doesn't sound right. I refuse to say that. Doesn't it? But it's that is the correct thing. Because data is plural. Datum is the, the 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 individual unit. I don't I don't care for it. it sounds bad in my mouth. So datum says, but the data say. Yeah. That sounds like uh, an album title. The data say. The datum says. The data. The oh. data say. Oh, I saw. I saw the datum says open up for. Uh, um, Jesus Christ! The French guys with the helmets. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. There we go. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like where did my like? I just lost all memory of names for bands for a second. <laughs> That's your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's my new joke. Instead of like, like that's my favorite. My 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 new cover band is like I saw so and so open up for whatever you know something else appropriate. Oh, Jesus Christ! But that was the first purge. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie, the uh, first purge movie? It's um, well. Not a horror movie. Uh, definitely more of an action flick, but that's yeah. that's just an evolution of the franchise. Like Alien and Aliens. Yeah, it's passable. It, it doesn't do anything amazing. It's confident enough. 
the uh, the story is nothing crazy. I mean, have you seen a movie? Then you're gonna kind of know what's happening. Like there doesn't not really any twists or turns. It strangely somehow is incredibly vague, but incredibly heavy-handed with its politics. Which is weird. It's... It, it seems like it had something to say, but nobody knew what it was exactly, or they just didn't have the stones... Yeah, or, I thought it was probably they didn't have the they didn't have the guts to say like or, or the studio was like no. Yeah, that may be also like they're like, well, we made this movie; it's highly political, and the, the studio said, yeah, but you know, there's like thirty seven percent of the population we don't want to piss off with this. I mean, it's so we're let's just water it down. It's fine. Like the more you think about it the more it doesn't make sense just as a concept. I mean, but it's, if you can, if you can hang with what it's doing and not think about it too hard, it's, it's fine. It's okay. It's competent enough. I don't know. I can't, I can't really recommend it, but also you're not going to lose anything if you see it, but I I wouldn't go out of my way for it. If you happen to be in a place and it's on, if you're in a hotel and you flip on the TV and it's playing and you got nothing better to do, eh, that's fine. It's it's okay. It's it's fine. What do you think, Troy? Uh, I like that it's it's all the all the good pe- all the good guys are pardon me are people of color uh, and it's, it's like this movie is what like ninety percent people of color yeah at least which I think is great like fucking like black actors and Latino actors and Latinx actors like like they deserve just as much work as white actors do so I'm always happy to see a movie like that. Um, you know, and like I said, the the message they kind of really bury the message. But I mean the message is is that like, you know, the government's trying to fuck over poor people, especially poor people of color. And you know, that's not that controversial of a message because it fucking happens all the time. So, you know, there's that. Uh yeah, I mean this movie's okay. There's nothing I, it's 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 not great. It's not bad. It's just okay. It yeah, as Chris said, it's definitely an action. It's 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 reverse Die Hard. It's Die Hard. It's not it's not Halloween. It's not even it's not even The Purge. Yeah, which was a home invasion movie apparently. Even though I've never seen it, that's just why I know uh, from the commercials. And you know. I just think it's funny to if you read the IMDb reviews, how butthurt all the uh, the white dudes are about this movie. But I'm okay with that. I think white. I think the uh, the right the you know, the the alt right white dudes need to be butthurt more often. 
So I will give the movie uh, a thumbs up for that. So, but yeah, overall, I can't really like highly recommend. I can't really recommend this movie, but I'm not going to tell you not to watch it either. So, uh, but thank you, Christian, for recommending it. It was more enjoyable than I expected. I would say that. I was not expecting much, however. Uh, so what are you watching next week, Chris? We are watching Stoker? No, we're watching A Quiet Place 2. Are we? Yes. The list does not reflect that. It does indeed. No, I'm looking at it. Did I miss? Did I move that to the wrong one? I'm going to say A Quiet Place 2. Okay. Because it is, it was a recommendation from someone we've never gotten a recommendation from before. That's true. And and she couldn't decide how she wanted to be credited, so I put her as she who will not be named. Fair enough. But uh, uh, yeah. So we'll watch a quiet place too, even though we haven't watched a quiet place, and I've never actually watched a quiet place. I think I did. It's got, it's got the one guy in it, right? Yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah. No, I just know because my my wife does not do well with movies with lots of tension in them, and a quiet place seemed to just that seemed to be where that movie lived. Yeah, no, that's what it's all about. Yeah, so I have not seen that one, but I'll watch a quiet place too because that's what we do is we watch the the later parts of franchises and not the first movies. <laughs> Order. Who cares about that? Uh, I don't 12 hours out of every year. So what if other anonymous, anonymous people, anonymous people want to recommend a thing? How would they do that? Are you sure you don't mean like anomalous people? Uh, possibly. <laughs> well, they could go to slaughterhouseprincess.podcast or I'm sorry, .podbean.com to, to see our website because apparently at the moment slaughterhouseprincess.com is having technical issues. Even though it just points to slaughterhouseprincess.podbean, podbean, as in like coffee bean, podbean.com. Um, they can also go to Facebook where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. And even though we don't post there too much, I guarantee you if you message us, we will see it and I will probably respond. Me or Hotlanta, Chris doesn't Facebook because he is a um, millennial. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, otherwise, you can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com, where we will definitely see it as well, because it gets thrown into a Discord channel for us, because we are almost always on our Discord at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com, which does not work currently, because slaughterhouseprincess.com is not working currently. Um, and I don't think we have like a discord.com slash anything address. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the best way to reach us, really. Any of the other ways are dumb, even though we're on Reddit at r slash SHP podcast. Uh, but you can listen to us lots of places. You can listen to us the way you are currently doing so. Uh, other ways are iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, Spotify, Google Play slash music slash whatever they call that now uh you have us on iHeartRadio, stitcher any of your podcast aggregators we are there podbean obviously because that's who hosts our audio files for us 
And I don't know, other stuff. Store.slarsprincess.com. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.slarsprincess.com, which again is not currently working at the time of recording, but probably be working by the time of release. So go there. We are still working on our super secret project. We will hopefully be recording something for that next week uh, for future release. Uh, Brett's busy work schedule has slowed us down a little bit, but that happens uh, again. This is, oh, I didn't, you didn't hear last time when I said this because no one recorded it, Chris, but this is, this is not some kind of shaggy dog thing where I just keep teasing you on and on about this Patreon project, which is going to happen and never does. We are actually making headway on it. I promise. It's true. It is true. Um, and a third party could verify that for us, but that third party is currently secret. So we will not reveal who that third party is. Yeah. Yet. So come back next time for A Quiet Place Part 2 or whatever. A Quiet Place 2, Chris. Oh. Yes. Apologies. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. I will talk to you now. Yeah. Please enjoy my talking. <laughs>